It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. See more of the USA than ever before with American Airlines. Fly direct to Dallas-Fort Worth from Dublin Airport this summer and connect onwards to over 240 destinations across North America. Enjoy complimentary meals, drinks from the bar, transatlantic Wi-Fi, live TV, and over a thousand hours of entertainment on board our state-of-the-art Dreamliner. Start your next big adventure with American Airlines at AA.com. And now, on with the show. on the podcast. Love the five-minute bathroom break. It's like a recess in school, you know? All the kids can go out, stretch out, go outside. Play a little kickball. Yeah, play a little kickball in the hallway. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Pull a couple of ponytails in the crowd, talk to all the ladies. Play a little doctor. Exactly. Now, we do that after the show. What's the matter with you, Louis? Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Brian Baldinger is scheduled to join us this hour, hopefully. Grizzly, whose golden monkey is this now? Is this yours, Rob? Oh, that's mine. Is that yours? Where's my phone? Did you take my phone, Robin? I do. I have your phone because I was uh, texting Baldy. What's the latest on Brian Baldinger? I need an update. Um, he just, he's, he's aiming for 8.15, so. Okay. That's good. Well, we'll get him in here, and there's a lot of football to talk about, obviously. And I don't know if you saw the video. We're going to try to play it. We have our pull-down projection screen now, but we're having problems getting the, uh, the, uh, the video off because the computer that we have up there, which is my computer, doesn't have a uh, HDMI. HDMI cable. Which, which, which is a total works. outrage. It is an outrage. It's like a three-year-old computer. I said, Four. four-year-old computer doesn't have an HDMI. Well, that means the computer's no good <laughs> buy a new computer every three years? Is that so, how so, it works? So, so the funny thing is, though, I, I'm saying, well, it's because it's an older computer. And Tony goes, how can it be old? It's only four years old. And then that's when Nathaniel comes in. He goes, <gasps> Nathaniel, is a four-year-old computer old? And Nathaniel goes, yes, it is. Two I years he buys old. Like, <laughs> I told Tony, don't ask Nathaniel. Nathaniel buys like a new phone every three months, a new computer every six days. You can't ask him. He's a technical whiz. If something comes out tomorrow, oh, Apple comes out with something you. tomorrow, he'll be, he doesn't even stand in line. They send it to him before they actually have people stand in line. To who? Nathaniel. Oh, Nathaniel, yeah. Remember, I mean, who buys a computer every couple of years in here? I want to know. Anybody, nobody. Anybody that is using a computer for computer graphics, um, audio, any, anything like that needs the latest because otherwise... But not everybody's doing that, I Robin. Know, but... There are people who do, like us, which could have used an HDMI input on a computer. So Robin had to take her computer up to the to the the God Mike booth up there with Luigi. I don't know what was going on. Up oh there. yeah, no, that was something else. But anyway, we'll talk about it. I give you. Let me give you my uh, breakdown again on the Powerball. Yes. Because unfortunately, the Powerball drawing will occur after the show. So if we're not on next week, you know what happened. And. And I love the you know, people pool together and they talk about what they're going to do and uh, they're going to split it a million ways. I told you, the government will take 90, 39.6% tax. Here's the best part. So if you hit it and you're the only person, right? Yes. You're going to take home 561.7 million, million. That's what you take home, right? Uh -huh. Now, the government takes 25% right away. 
They don't get. They don't take the thirty nine point six percent tax. Okay. So in other words, you win. You're supposed to get five sixty one point seven. Right. The government will take twenty five percent right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a lump sum check for six hundred and ninety seven thousand five million five hundred million dollars. Right. Okay. Then. You wait till April, then you got to write a check to the IRS yes. for the other $135.8 million. $8 million, right. Wouldn't you rather them take it all? Yeah, take it all at one time. I don't... So you're going to take, you're going to take from six ninety seven. then you're, you're going to, instead of, just give me the money. Right. Take the 39.7%. Take everything you got to take and then leave me to Get write. out of my face. Right. Give me my damn check. I don't want to deal with you in two it. years. But then I got to wait till April, then yeah. I got to write you a check for 135.8? Exactly, exactly. Why? <laughs> Why? Am I, I wrong? No, no, you're right. Would you want to write it? I mean, I know you're no. still, hopefully you'll still have... Yeah, something Yeah, something left. left. Yeah, yeah the government. check won't bounce. But yeah. this is what you... The, Mark Cuban actually said what he thought people should do. He said, what the very first thing that you do is you stop answering the phone. The second thing you do is you hire an accountant. And you have them put the money away that you're going to need to pay as taxes in April. You have them put it in what, whatever they... He said put, put it in a savings account. Right. He said, don't even bother buying investments and all these other things. Well, the things. reason why is if you've never invested before, do not have this be the impetus to start making you invest because you're not going to be able to what do it. What about bitcoins? Can you still buy bitcoins? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. They're like How about green stamps? Oh, that was back in... S&H green stamps. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you're, if you're good at investing, by all means, keep mm-hmm. doing it. But if you've never done an investment ever in your life, mm-hmm. do not make this be no, the first time No, this is like Sylvester it. Stallone's mom. Remember that story? She would go to the casino all the time and play the slot psychic, machines. psychic lady. Once no, she no, like a, yeah, I don't know. She, yeah, she, she did the psychic right. network. Yeah. So Sylvester Stallone's she mom. She wore the headband. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, she was. She was a degenerate uh, slot machine player. Like oh, I am. Okay. Right. But she would go there every day. <laughs> but you have no headband. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. I didn't have it. I had hair actually. <laughs> so she would. But no, it didn't even have to be Vegas. No, anywhere I walked by a slot machine. Right. You were there. Play. All right. Okay. So she would play, and she hit it for like five million dollars. Uh huh. So then you know what she does. She starts putting money back in another machine thinking right. she's going to hit more. Right. If you won $5 million on a slot <laughs> you machine, walk. would you go back and try to hit another one? No, you just walk. You walk. Because $5 million, you got to walk. a progressive slot machine is almost impossible. Right, right. But she wanted to keep mm-hmm. playing. I mm-hmm. mean, hopefully she had enough money she didn't need it. You win $5 million, I'm walking away. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm taking walk. the annuity if I hit this thing. See, now, would you take the annuity? Absolutely. How really? many people would they take said the it's annuity, actually wiser than, over Yeah, the, because over the, you, no. you're going to get it over, over a course of 29 years, right? But if you win... $500 million, okay? Right. So you're going to win $1.5 billion. You're getting all $1.5 billion over the course of 30, 29 years. And then you pay the tax annually. It's the price you pay for not getting all the money up front. So You're still going to be taxed I'm, at 39%. It Tony, but it's fine. I'm still going to get the entire one. I don't have 39 billion. years to wait around. You don't? I want my damn money now. All right, well, we're in a different boat. <laughs> Tony wants to buy an island, like, yeah, exactly. somewhere. That's what he's playing. No wireless, shows? no anything. I you remember ever watch those shows on, like, HGTV at mm. 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, what Island you? living. Right, right. Where you can buy some island mm. for a million dollars. That's what you want. That's what I want to right. do. Right, right. He's like, right? screw the house, screw exactly. the He wants to walk away from it all. Car, just a big so anyway, old island. Yes. The Tony Bruno Island. Exactly. So Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Hampshire, I and Florida, the East Coast states, yes. they have no, there's no state tax mm-hmm. or local tax on the lottery winnings. Did right. you know that? I didn't know that. No. However, California, even California, which I'm surprised, <laughs> because on the East Coast I mentioned, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Delaware, New Hampshire, Florida, yes. up and down the eastern seaboard, then it's California... South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington State, and Wyoming, those are the other states, all the states that do not take state or local taxes out of your lottery winnings. Everybody's going to pay the federal tax, but California surprises me because they tax everything out there. It's ridiculous. But the uh, the states that the worst state is New York. We talked about it earlier. Shocking. You will actually, if you hit this lottery for Mm -hmm. $1.5 billion, you're not going to take home $500 million because of all the taxes. Oh, I'm sure. So you're talking about yeah. one-third of the mm-hmm. actual supposed value of the, of, the, yeah. of, the, of the pool. $500 million, I would be angry. Oh, absolutely. If I lived That's in New York and New York. I won the lottery for mm-hmm. $1.5 billion, they said, you're taking home $500 million mm-hmm. and you'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. I'd be pissed. Right. I wouldn't be happy with $500 Would you? Hell no. Hell no. No, it's they're taking half of your money. They're yeah. taking More than half. quarters of your money. Charging $9 for a bagel. Damn yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> they charge you $18 for a crappy sandwich in a hotel room. Right, right. It's an outrage. <laughs> By the way, do we have my new outrage drop? So I'm watching American Horror... This is an Har- outrage. No, not that one. Yeah, yeah that's it. the one. Anybody watch American Horror Story Hotel? It is the grossest. It's, it's, it's been on every year. Every mm. year it's a different theme. This year it's Lady Gaga's in it. Right, right. So it's a crazy show. Right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, he can see the program right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, entering the comedy sports theater right now. A man who was doing that was a man to get up and do my thing. Yeah, that's right. Let's bring him into the house. I right want to get into it, man. You know, up here. like a like a sex machine, man. He is a Moving, sex machine. Doing it, you know. Look at how great Brian Balding will look, man. One, two, three, four. Here's the latest. The blue collar. We're gonna get the very latest from Balding. I don't know if you saw this. We, we won't be able to unless Robin can go up there and play it. We have a video. We're gonna make it happen, Tony. We're gonna watch a video. I played it earlier for the people that were here before the show started. So Brian Balder, of course, NFL great, played with the Eagles, played his brothers. His whole family's been in football. One of my great friends from way back. We did a TV show together. I was telling you about called Monday Night Live. Back at the old Lacoon. Back in the day when Brian was still playing. That's how far back we go. That was 19, was it 92 or 90? Is that 95? 95, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. So we're at the Lagoon in Essington, which has now changed to like five different places. Remember, how are you, Baldy, oh, by the way? Happy New Year, buddy. Hey, Happy New Year, Tone. Thanks, man. Brian Baldy here. Fantastic. So. You like this? Well, if you're performing. It is. <laughs> yeah. We just had Todd Glass in here. He was performing. No, this is it, man. <laughs> I mean, this is what it's, this is fantastic. You got the lighting here. You got no, the we're screen. Being, we're going to be on we're YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. YouTube, iTunes. Take this to another level, Tone. We're trying we to, man. Take this we're to trying to. Level. We are. We're taking it to the bridge. Yeah. Let's take it to the bridge. Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> He was playing James Brown, and James Brown always took it to the bridge, right? So let's take it to the bridge. Let's right. some stuff yeah, under. Take it to the bridge. Yeah, and under the bridge, too. <laughs> so now, Baldy, I was texting you. So there's breaking news now. Give yeah. us the very latest. Ben McAdoo, what's the latest? Because obviously he was the Giants' offensive yeah. coordinator, and then Tom Coughlin's been in here, and, and uh, Peterson's been in here, and obviously Hugh Jackson took the Cleveland job. Yep. Adam Gase four, is gone. Adam Gase. Mm -hmm. So there's only four jobs still open. Yep. The Eagles, Tampa, the Giants, and 49ers. Yep. And then I, when I was we'll texting back and Tennessee. forth, when I was back and forth with you, you were saying, Ben, your phone's blowing up. Ben McAdoo news is blowing up. What's yeah. the latest? Well, I mean, I, you know, nothing's definite at this point, but it looks like, you know, he's the leader in the clubhouse. And if you look at Ben McAdoo, who was the Giants' offense coordinator, the last two years and really kind of helped Eli Manning out. He led the league in turnovers three years ago with interceptions. He cut all that down. But, um, you know, he's a guy. He's a, he's a Pennsylvania kid. If you look at Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, his father was a bartender at Pittsburgh. Like, he traveled the same routes that Mike did. He was in New Orleans. He was in San Francisco. He was in Green Bay with Mike, won a championship with Mike there. I think he was coaching, you know, tight ends at that time. He coached the tight ends and the quarterbacks. So he's been a coach like his whole life since he left college. But here's the thing about Ben McAdoo, and I don't, I don't know, or nor do he's I. Thirty-eight really years any, old. He's a guy. He's so you got Coughlin leaves, right? He, he resigns, and then a week later, everybody's wooing him for a job. So it's obvious that the Giants wanted him to leave. They fired him. They fired him, but they did do it. They did it the right thing. They said you can leave, and then a week later, he's talking to the Niners. He's talking to all these teams, and yeah. that's good because they should because he's a great coach. But if you're the Giants and you still have Eli Manning yeah. and you still have some players. How would you allow not only Tom Coughlin to get away and go maybe to a rival, but now Ben McAdoo, who still has Eli Manning in that offense to coach, why would those guys all want to leave and not stay and try to become the Giants coach? Well, I think that in, in the case of Ben McAdoo, like the Eagles need a head coach. Like they're not worried about, they just need a coach. Right. So that's what they're looking for. The Giants, while they might want to keep their offense, you know, a continuity there by keeping. Maybe they don't think Ben McAdoo is ready in their eyes. I mean, the Giants are very particular about who they hire. They like to hire from within. Guys that have been there know the history. Now, I'm not saying that Ben doesn't. And I'm not saying the Giants still aren't interested. But it's clear that if they wanted Ben McAdoo to be their head coach, he'd be their head coach. Yeah. You know? And so while they, I think they want to keep the offense you know, the way it's been and grow with it, not at the expense of hiring a guy they don't think is ready or not the right guy for them. See, that was he the thing that got me with McAdoo. I'm sorry to, to cut you off there, is that if, they, if the Giants wanted McAdoo to be the coach, that's it. He's ready to go. That's he, steps right in for he steps right in for Coughlin, and you don't skip a beat. But obviously, they don't want him there for a reason, and that brings up a red flag. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's a red flag. I mean, every, you know, it just takes one team. The Giants know him better than anybody. You know, so they, they've been around him, and they know. And maybe they don't think he's ready yet. You know, he's 38 years old. Mm -hmm. But in, I think, you know, this divorce, Tony, was so bad in Philadelphia between Jeffrey Lurie and Chip Kelly. Like, he doesn't, he just wants somebody stable, somebody that he knows. Like, he doesn't want to go down that road ever again. You know, with somebody that wants to do it his way, and it's about his ego. Like, he doesn't want any of that. Now, when you look at Ben McAdoo, the irony is, he's kind of a chubby, red-headed guy. <laughs> now, I just came from a barbecue house. 
you know, the type of place that Andy Reid would spend a lot of time at or order out a bunch from. And you just get to feel like he could. I mean, he's not as, as big as Andy, but you could see in Jeffrey Lurie's eyes, maybe we get the next chubby redheaded guy okay, at a Green Bay. Enjoy the win, man. <laughs> now, here's the other thing. Now, it seems that... Uh, chubby is not a word. No, no, it's not a word. Just... It seems to me, though, that they, they are fixated on, on Doug Peterson, who was here as a backup quarterback, and it seems at least based on all the stuff that I see, is that they are the ones hottest after Doug Peterson. Am I right? Or do you well, think they're the only team that's hot. Well, that's my Doug. point, is that if Doug Peterson, who's doing a good job, and obviously the Chiefs have played great this year, and Alex Smith is still their quarterback, mm-hmm. and they, they, they had an unbelievable year, and Andy's done a great job. He loses Jamal Charles, yeah. and that team was 1-5. and five, and then they. I was there, Tony. They, they, they were 1-5 and five and playing in Kansas City against Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in mid-October. And I, was, I did that game for national radio. And I saw, you know, the old, I saw Doug, and I saw Brad Childress, and, and I talked to him down the field, and I was like, you guys got to get one before you can get two. You know, it's like the old cliches. They all come out. You got to get one. You know, and then you get one, you get two. And then you can start getting some momentum. And I remember, sure like, nobody on that field from the Chiefs that day, you could tell, like, they, the, the season wasn't over for them. Mm-hmm. Now, they were home, and it was a beautiful day in, you know, in Kansas City at Arrowhead. But, you know, and, and I think at that time the Royals were, you know, on their way to winning it. But there was a big buzz, even at one and five. They didn't seem like a defeated team. But did they say that? Did it see? It sensed to, for me, and I'm a, I'm not close to the situation. But did, did the fan base start thinking, "Ooh, Andy Reid's lost his luster already in Kansas City after a couple of years"? Well, at that point, okay, Andy Reid started his tenure there in 2013. They went nine and zero, first nine game, nine and zero, and then they, you know, then they lost that horrible playoff game to Indianapolis where they oh. just collapsed, right? But until that day against Pittsburgh, that day, they, Andy was 12 and 24 the next 36 games. So they were, they, it was like, man, is this guy, is it, is it done? And so now, obviously, with this 11-game win streak, we'll see how far it goes. Um, you know, he's back in, in, a, in a positive spot. But the one thing about Andy and everybody that came out of Green Bay and ultimately from Bill Walsh's right. system is they always were looking to groom other coaches. You know, Andy was really big about that. You know, whether it was Harbaugh or Brad Childress, you know, or Ron Rivera, he always took guys and mentored them. And he gave them a lot of responsibility, and he kind of showed them. That's what Holmgren did to him. That's what Bill Walsh did to Holmgren and Denny Green. And it's almost like they're, they're very nurturing like that, you know. And so it, it doesn't surprise me that Andy Reid feels like Doug Peterson's ready. Even though six years ago he was coaching at Calvary Baptist in Hurricane, West Virginia, the school had 140 people in it. Like, I don't know how many people, the 140 on the team, but that's what he was coaching. Like, it doesn't, it's been a meteoric rise. So is Jeffrey Lurie listening to Andy Reid push Doug Peterson? I or think does so. Jeffrey Lurie like Doug Peterson because he remembers him as a backup quarterback here? I think, you know, however it went down, you know, when Andy was fired, um, I don't think Jeffrey ever thought badly about Andy. I think he really worshipped and really admired the things that he did. And he loved the way that he, he kind of ran that whole building. Like, he was this big, jolly guy that just knew how to keep everybody up, even when things weren't good. And so, or when there was a stressful time, whenever that was. And so I think he always envisioned, like, that's what I want as a coach, like a real CEO, a guy that can really manage a lot of people and knows how to talk to people and communicate. And as much as Andy presented himself in one way, you know, in front of the, the media every Monday or Sunday night, when you got around him and you saw, like, the bad jokes that he would tell and how he'd make fun of his big stomach or whatever, I mean, he was a real person, you know, and he was genuine. And, and I think Jeffrey missed that aspect. So if Andy Reid calls him and says, look, Jeffrey, I'm just telling you right now, you need a coach. I got a guy right now. He's been around me since day one in Philly. I was around him in Green Bay. Like, he's ready. Like, I don't think Andy's putting him out there before he's ready. So you, right, you, don't, no. you don't think that has nothing to do with the fact that maybe he won't clash with Howie Roseman at all? I think that's a part of it. I think you've you got to look at, like, he doesn't ever want that to happen again. And obviously, Howie has made it clear he's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. And I don't know what role he has. Mm-hmm. It looks still dysfunctional to me right because now, this one guy that nobody seems to be able to deal with and it's work who's with in charge well over, there. Like, who over is the last 10 years mm-hmm. is still in the building. But I do think that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Brian Balling is here with us. Now, Brian... Last time I talked to you, you were going through the knee thing, and obviously yeah. you're 100 percent because you had a major knee infection. Right? I did. Now, how yeah. long? That was how long? That wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. So I had uh, I had a procedure done on my knee that went bad, and it started swelling on me, and I was traveling a lot all over the country, 
and they were draining it. And, and I, was, I was up at the Patriots opening day of training camp. So it was a big day. Well, Brady coming back after this whole deflate gate. You know, he got a standing room only crowd at practice. And we're there kind of broadcasting the whole thing. I could not walk onto the field. To, I mean, I couldn't walk. So I went to the hospital that day in Boston, and they took a culture of my knee. And two days later, I was up at the Jets for one of their training camp practices. They told me I had a, a staph infection, and I had to get to an emergency room immediately. So I went to virtual hospital in New Jersey. Then uh, literally 12 hours after I got the call, they were cutting it wide open. And, and this just, was when? This was like this was this was uh, August second. So this was this summer, and that's major surgery. I mean, that's not major- just major surgery, but I have an arthritic knee, and like the knee was like in a position where I was functional. I could go play golf. I could do all the stuff I wanted to do, um, travel, play, party, whatever I was doing, and uh, it was fine. But when they opened it up, like all of this, you know, all of the arthritis and all this junk in there. They just scrape it, and they don't give a shit. They just <laughs> scrape it. And I got out of there, man. I, I did a, I did a show with, uh, you know, with, with, uh, you know, with Tony uh, Anthony Gargano, the day of the surgery. Tony, like I was in, I had just gotten out of recovery. I was like groggy, and I'm talking to Anthony Gargano about the Eagles opening day. Like I wasn't really all there, but I was doing the best. Were you in a coma with Todd? Uh, Todd Glass. Yeah, Todd Glass. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's talking about being in a show that he did. He was he was in a coma. Uh, I haven't been in a coma yet, <laughs> but I, I wish I was in a coma someday. If the pain that I was in. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was so I had this this uh, this dilemma because I couldn't walk after the surgery for at least a month. And hmm. football season started. My first football game was at West Virginia. On September 5th, and, and so I was like, well, me and my buddies, we'll just drive to West Virginia. We won't have to fly. And I canceled everything in August. Everything I had to do in training camp, I canceled. And then the, first foot, the next game I had was at Texas Tech, and I had to do the Redskins opening game. So I had to go to Texas Tech, do a game, get to Washington, do that game, drive to Baltimore, and then fly to L.A. to work. So that's how the schedule was. And I couldn't really walk. And it was like, I was just, I was a mess, man. But here and I now am. here you are. Let's see, what's that? September, yeah. It's been like October, five months. Mm-hmm. So now, not only you're walking around, you're out at NFL Network out in Los Angeles, yeah. not right down the street from where I used to live. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> so Tony used to live in Venice. All right, he lived like three blocks off the beach in Venice Beach, in a house that if there was a a the biggest earthquake you could get in California, that house would still stand. <laughs> it that house was so solid, but in his house. Tony is, those hands can build anything, right? <laughs> so he built his own studio in his house, all right? So this thing was, it was state-of-the-art. Headsets, microphones, uh, you know, the way the walls were protected, everything. It was amazing. So when I would do our show back here for the Fanatic with Harry or whoever I was working with, like, I would go to Tony's house. So my show was 10 to 12 at that time. So when I was out in L.A., I'd get up at 6, and I'd go over to Tony's house, which was like five minutes from my hotel, and I, he'd give me the key. He was sleeping upstairs. I'd go, go in there, make myself a cup of coffee, and I would go do my show from like seven till nine in his house for months. At, for I did the thing for like a year yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And then I would wake up and come down, and Bali would leave, and he I'd would, go and do the next go. show. Yeah. I'd sit down in the chair, and it would just keep going on and on and on. <laughs> Tony's breakfast is a cup of coffee and a biscotti. Right? Just that biscotti and his coffee. Exactly. And it's like it's, it's a like good coffee, job out of you, okay? And he's got like more. He's got more vitamins than he takes than anybody I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thanks. So what do you get? Full of vitamins. You go almond or you go chocolate biscotti? I go with the chocolate on the side. The uh, the chocolatini oh. on the side. There you <laughs> go. They just dip the one side of the biscotti in the chocolate. Uh-huh. You get them right. at Costco. You right. get the whole yeah. Big, uh, oh no, no one needs biscotti. No, you got to be hooked on biscotti and coffee <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning. We I were buy by the truckload. I got to <laughs> deliver. We were so, able to pull video. A Baldy. Yes. yes. So, uh, so my point is, so Baldy, here we go, five, oh, six months later. Yeah. So yeah. Baldy goes back and forth. He goes to L.A. where he used to, he used to come out there and do the <laughs> NFL Network when I was living there. And then he would come back to Philly. So you're on the NFL. This, what day was this when this happened, Baldy? This was, uh, like, what, for the surgery? Yeah, no, the, uh, this handstand and the split. Oh, uh, that. Split. Yeah. Well, I did, that, I did that uh, um, just uh, what's, what, I did it on last Monday. So last ah. Monday, you're out in L.A., you're in the <laughs> NFL Network, yeah. and this is Brian Balder live on the oh, NFL wow, got Network See all doing the a split and then a handstand. Watch this. <laughs> That's incredible. Not all the way down. But it's just, uh, watch this now. This is incredible. <laughs> Ten seconds. Yeah, that. Hey, wait, here's the best part. Like, I just did it. And it should be trending. Hit. 
globally right now. <laughs> and there's Brian. Yeah. Now, people are suggesting, Baldy, and bring the light, that you had an advantage in the handstand because of your pinky. Oh, pinky. That, 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 it's like a natural, it's like a kickstand <laughs> for a bike. You're right, Tony. Yeah. I think I do now, get that advantage. Listen, that may be an advantage, but there, there isn't anybody in this room, I don't believe, who could do a handstand for 10 seconds. No, that's crazy. Anybody in this room can do a handstand. If they can, I want them to come up or right up here and do it. Yeah. Even drunk. That's right. Yeah, exactly. No, but the thing is, Tony, I did that live. So we were going off the air last week, right? So I had one shot, one shot to do it. Uh, he is? It's official break now. News. Break, 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 breaking news. right here on the show. As Brian Baldinger suggested yes. a few moments ago, his phone's been blowing up, so the Eagles have hired Ben McAdoo. Oh, the Giants got the Giants hired. Okay. The Giants wow. hired. Uh, Giants okay. do a preempt. Well, what did we just talk about here, Tony? Yeah. Yep. We That's sort of teased it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We said, why would the Giants let this guy go when they let Coughlin go? And they let Bakadu so go, who helped Eli Manning, maybe not in the last two minutes of a lot of games. Be, but certainly, you know, the Giants had all those leads in the fourth quarter. Right. right. Started the Cowboy game. Cowboy game, first game of the year. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Falcons, Patriots, Carolina. Now, do you believe that the Giants went in there and swooped him up because they knew the Eagles were going to make a well, I, you quickly? Know, well, I, I do think they, they wanted, they really wanted the offense to kind of keep moving the way it's going. And I think they didn't want to lose Ben and have to start all over in the offense. I mean, Eli Manning's going to his 13th year. You know, so it was funny. When this guy came in to New York, Eli had been in this league for 10 years. He'd won two Super Bowls. And he, the, the, that year after Super Bowl, he led the league in interceptions, right? Mm-hmm. So they have all these option routes, not to get technical. But, you know, Tom Coffin's like, we got to stop this stuff. These guys are running the wrong routes. Eli's throwing it here. They're going here. Like, we got to. So they brought this guy in. And literally, I mean, so here's Eli. And he's a man. Like, he has a Manning Academy. He teaches people how to play quarterback. This guy changed his entire footwork. Uh-huh. And it was a, it, any Giant fan out there that watched him in preseason, he struggled that first year. Not just preseason, the first quarter of the season. But he, his, the footwork's much better now. It gets the ball out quicker. No, and I mean, to me, I thought the Giants, you know, as much as I'm an Eagle fan, the Giants really should have won the division. If they don't no blow question. leads, they had leads. Yeah. They had 10-point leads the in late in games. And they were probably the best-equipped team, even though they had a lot of problems on defense and the secondary, like every other other team did. Injuries killed them. They should have. They absolutely. No, I believe you. They they should. I mean, so the uh, the Redskins won the the division with a nine seven record. Um, I think they easily could have gotten to nine seven, maybe ten and six. Mm -hmm. If they don't, not just they didn't collapse. They just Mm -hmm. made tactical errors. Mm In the final two minutes of these games, where if you mm-hmm. sit back, they were in the lead for most of those losses. I did actually. I did mm-hmm. the whole thing last night. I went through mm-hmm. every game that they collapsed in last mm-hmm. night, and I watched it, and I said, okay, and I, you know, it's easy in hindsight here, but I was just going, but they paid Tom Coughlin a lot of money to be able to know these things. He doesn't call any plays. He's just managing the game, and he didn't get it right. And then that game with Odell, like you've got to take that kid off the field when he's throwing punches. Like this is his livelihood. He's throwing these punches at guys. You got to like control that guy. So mm-hmm. I, I knew that Tom Coughlin was done, but this doesn't surprise me. And I think he was a leader for the Eagles. So really, they wanted Adam Gase. They wanted this guy. Both of them have signed. So now you're almost. Do you wait for Doug Peterson? I mean, if they what win, what happens if they go to the Super Bowl? That's what I'm saying. Now you're talking February eighth, and you still don't have a coach. Not just a coach, but you lose the staff because right. the Senior Bowl will already have come and gone, and most of the really good assistant coaches out there will already have signed on with somebody else. So it's a dangerous game. And you can't hire, you can't hire Doug Peterson until, no, until the season's over, yeah. which could be the Super Bowl. Could mm-hmm. be. So that, 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 Jeffrey Lurie has pretty much put himself into a, into a spot, into a bad spot, because it appears that Peterson is the guy that they targeted from day one. I know they talked to Gaze, but Gaze obviously took the Miami thing. And then Hugh Jackson, the guy that I wanted him to hire, I mean, they didn't even... You were around Hugh when he was in Oakland. Exactly. I thought he you did know what a kind of guy he is. job. He's a great coach. Yeah. And then he had the Niners, I thought, were, once the Eagles had no interest, I'm figuring he's going to go to the Niners, right. show the Raider, you know, show them that they made a mistake across yeah. the bay, go over there. He's a great offensive mind, great with players. Traded for Carson Palmer. Exactly. We'll see where Carson Palmer's become. And now, now the Eagles, it look, it's going to look to the people out there that they picked their guy and they didn't do that. Because remember, when they, when they hired Chip, they talked to him and then they went out and talked to other guys and then they went back and got their guy. You know, so what is it to me? What will it look like to you if Doug Peterson, whether you like him or not, is the coach, and they have to wait till the end of January, maybe even February, to hire him? Well, they'll they'll spin it, but you know, remember when Jeffrey Lurie fired Chip Kelly a week before the end of the season on that Tuesday night at seven fourteen? You know, his statement was, "We're going to do this now so we get a head start on this right. coaching search." 
Well, it doesn't look like they've got a head start. These guys that were in their building and interview with them have signed elsewhere. So are they turning Jeffrey down? Like, to me, Tony, like, I've said this from the beginning. I don't know what you feel about this, but this is my I, – I sat next to John Gruden's stat guy on a flight to Los Angeles a couple weeks ago, and I asked him, I said, is John ready to start coaching again? He goes, for the first time – for the first time – this kid's been working with him for six years. He goes, for the first time in the six years I've been around him, he's starting to talk about coming back. And I always thought, like, why wouldn't you just, you know, fly down to – Tampa, Florida, Orlando, wherever John lives, and just go sit down with him and just take his temperature. He's done. He finished his game last weekend. The season's over for him. Just go down and take his temperature. He loved it in Philadelphia. It was his first job. He loved the 700 section. His brother, it's interesting, he, he's got, obviously, he's got his brother, Jay, but he's got another brother, and his other brother is an anesthesiologist. He's the black sheep of the family. Okay? So he, 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 was, he was in medical school here in Philadelphia. And he was the one that was telling John, like, this place is awesome, man. You, nobody has fans like Philadelphia. And John loved it here. Like, I would just like to see them take a shot at John. And they didn't even call him because there was a oh. – Paul, Paul Domowicz in the Daily News was a front-page story. Oh, the, Druden wants to come back. And then there were other stories. No, he doesn't. And so that was floating around there. So do you believe you, – you're telling me that the stat guy – I'm just keep, telling you right now listen. with the stat guy, I haven't talked to John myself. But I, I just think – so – just talking to him, it says it seems like the door is open. And Damo's not just making this stuff up. He's hearing the same type of things, right? So that's not Paul style. So to me, so it's like the really pretty girl out there, Tony. Like you really sometimes got to go quarter. You just can't wait for it to fall in your lap. Like if I was Jeffrey and I had this all going on, I got a day between the next interview, why wouldn't you just get on the, you know, the corporate jet and go down to Florida and just go sit down with him and see, take his temperature, let him know what's out there. What Would that doing? shock you if that happened quietly now that McAdoo is gone and they have to wait for Doug Peterson if he's their guy? Do you think it wouldn't, he could shock, it wouldn't his, shock me? He'd change his, uh, like, well, now we're not going to, as you point out, if he has to wait for Doug Peterson and Kansas City advances to the Super Bowl, uh, then they're not going to have a staff around Doug Peterson. And they're going to need a staff because he's going to be a first time head coach. And the thing that the advantage John has right now is it's a lot like when Vermeil stepped away. Now, that was a lot longer. But, you know, he has talked to every single head coach and assistant coach in this league over the last six years doing football. So he really knows, you know, who a guy, like I know in his mind, he's looking at these guys and he's sitting in these production meetings with these coaches. He's in his mind. He's going, man, I like that guy. Or, you know, that guy. I mean, he's like in his mind, he's putting the staff together because he's got like this personal contact with all these teams. I gotta ask you, how long did it take you to do the handstand? Handstand, though. Did you know you could do it when you did that on the NFL? Here's the thing, Tony. So, <laughs> so when you gotta do things stuff. live, sometimes when you gotta do something. No, but did you say I want to do a handstand? How did that no, happen? They said. They said. Uh, did they, they said, go to panic when you? No, that this one friend of mine. We, we have. All is there panic at the disco? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they're at the TLA. That show. I think, that show is total week, access. Right? So, yeah. so signature show. So this friend of mine was producing it that day, and he goes, "Baldy, <laughs> like, you know, it's playoff season. We gotta have you do something to go off the air. Like, you got any tricks?" I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm a good with a yo-yo. I'm a good trick shot guy in basketball. <laughs> like, I could do a handstand. I could do a split. He goes, oh, let's – and they, they, they cut something out there. I did something before that, but I just split. said, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Because of your knee, the split impressed yeah, me more impressive. than I couldn't do a split. split. If I tried to do a split, really? I, my body would cut in half, and it would go straight up, and they'd pull me. I, I look at him, I think ballet dancer right away. I, I have, a, I have a room off the stage. I practice in that room now, the whole afternoon. Now, for those of you who yeah. do not know, though – Baldy, you've been doing yoga for how long? 15 years. 15 years. So, yeah. I mean, he's very limber. Yeah. Hot yoga. Hot yoga, hot right? Yoga. Hot yoga, man. I've been trying to get Tony in there. Hot, hot yoga. sweaty <laughs> yoga. Tony likes hot pastrami, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking like of a sweat party. Speaking of, <laughs> I would do it. No, but you, you sweat buckets. I mean, that's well, like... Well, you're, you're, you're Dutch, right, Robin? Yes. So, like, when I lived in... I lived in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. you know, for three years, right? I lived there for three months. For three years in a row. Wait, let me ask you the question again. I think I've asked you this before. I always do. Amsterdam, what are the first two things you think of, Baldy? Well, you think about smoke houses, mm -hmm. right? And you, you think about the red light district. See, Robin says, no, that's not true. It's about the Anne Frank house, and it's about no. the culture, <laughs> and the tools. She takes a historical the, angle. And the yeah. canals. You want to go window shopping, and you want to go... Two chips at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> that costs you a lot more there, though. Yeah, well, speaking say. of that, Tony... Uh, but I lived, I lived, so I lived on top of the Heineken Brewery. 
which is another destination. Very nice. Oh, uh, yes. Get the fresh instead old, of the fresh right there. The old Heineken Brewery. The old, old Heineken yeah. Brewery. I lived in an apartment above it, but I, I used to do that, that hot yoga there in Amsterdam. They, they, they do hot classes. yoga in Amsterdam? Yes, they do. They, have they to, do it's everything raining in and cold there, right? Nah, in the springtime, you get to like, you know, May 1st, Queen's Day. Get a nice day. Yeah, everybody takes I it out. I just bust Robin's chop. By the way, what did you just have there, Luigi? Well, no, because we were talking about some uh, some chicks, and we, I was going to tell Baldy that we play a little game here on the show called FMK. You know uh, the game, It's an right? FMK segment, and uh, since he's up there on the panel this evening, he's got to join in. Let's well, have wait a second. I don't know the game, so you yes, have to tell me. Yes, it's FMK. Oh, yeah, F okay. F, marry, kill. Yeah, I got you. Frig, okay. marry, or kill. We can yeah, yeah. frig on the show. Okay. And we're going to play it. So we, our buddy Joe okay. always calls into our hotline. I just say it by the real name, Joe. Yeah, I don't we usually know do. Oh, yeah, I don't okay. want to go there, even though yeah. we can on the podcast. Yeah. That's right. It just sounds better to just call it FMK. We can do it FMK. FMK. Now, let's play it. Let's see who the three contestants are from our buddy Joe, who called into the hotline this week. He always has good ones too. He always does. Says like, yeah. they're not, they're not it was a typical, real challenge. Yeah, yeah, they're not the typical, you know, the, the typical hot women, and you're going, oh yeah, the typical good looking guy. You guys. have to make it difficult. Yes. Uh -huh. So yeah. let's go to the call right. and see who we have this FMK. week. FMK. FMK <laughs> with Baldy. We'll make Hello, guys, okay. and good evening to the lovely Robin. Tonight's F Mary Kill theme is TV anti MILFs. First participant, <laughs> Roseanne Barr, and all of her personalities are open for use. Next is a lady, a lady much older than her TV husband was, and don't call her for a good time, Esther Roll. See what I did there, Joe? <laughs> and lastly, reality TV star, and your 2004 Mother of the Year Award winner from Arkansas, the cavernous Michelle Duggar. Time's yours. <laughs> okay, there you have it. Michelle Duggar. Cavernous. Esther what kind of choice is this? See, this, is off, this is what I'm saying. This is off the grid. This covers so, our Florida portion, too, because yes. it's Esther Roll. So uh, Esther Roll, you remember her. She's no longer with us. She no, was on. Florida now, I don't know if you've seen Roseanne Bard. This is her Roseanne current, looks good now. This is her current well, Roseanne, photograph. Yeah. I thought that was I just Esther Roll. voice, though, man. Yeah, I that she, she looks like a mainline. Yeah, what Roseanne. What makeover was that? I no, know, Roseanne looks great now. You know, because she was heavy, obviously, when she was with Tom. Yeah, Arnold. but is that just all airbrush Tony? Or is no, that, oh, no. She she got she she showed off that she got a facelift. She got a lot of because after she lost a lot of weight, she had a couple things done, but now yeah. she got everything finally <clears throat> tucked. She got rid of her gray hair. You're trying hair. to sell me on yeah, this. No, I'm, I'm, to, I'm impressed. I'm trying to push this on a lot of work. And of course, Esther Roll was on what was the show? Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> she was actually on Maud before that, where she started. Love Maud. Because Good Times was a spinoff. And then Good Times was a spinoff of Maud. You remember these shows? I do. I love and then Michelle Duggar. I don't even watch. Which show was that? Uh, it's a reality well, honey show. Honey Boo Boo? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. It was... Was this 19 and married yeah, and 19, 19 kids 19 and counting? Kids, yeah. or... <laughs> wow. Well, it started off she with 18 and then it was 19. <laughs> oh. 19 kids, Tony. And then, right. so here's the So, Baldy, uh, we'll let you go first now. <laughs> FMMK. Which one would you sleep Come on, with? Tony. Hey, I'm not that old. Which one would you marry and which one would you kill? This is all hypothetical. Yeah, no, I understand. One woman's dead, so you really can't do anything. Really. So I'll, I'll kill the one that's dead. All right, so it's Esther yeah, Roll. So I don't have to worry it's about that. It's not Roll. She was a beautiful she, wonder. I'm not saying she isn't, Tony. I'm just saying she's dead, so I'll just... Yeah, but if you marry her, you don't have to deal with her. I don't actually have to, like, do yeah. it. She's exactly. already in the ground. It the body's care. already cold. Baldy the glitch, the glitch gets taken care of by yeah. itself, yes. I hope like, you marry of this group. Oh, man. <laughs> man, who's got... Uh, what a choice. Baldy's not the marrying type. No, no, that's not going to happen. I'm not either, Good for you. Yeah. We well, do have our married couple who's still together after four years there. Oh, yes. well, they, 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 they made it over the hump. God bless. Yeah. Four years, been four wedding. months, Tony. And did you, what, what did you think when they got married? It was this one was of the like... best weddings we've ever been you to. You know me, I don't go to weddings. Yeah. No. I don't go to weddings. And they invited us to their wedding. Okay. And it was over at the... Uh, it looked beautiful. There's pictures. It was over on the, uh, at the, on the uh, Wanamaker building. Any children the, In the Crystal Ballroom. In the Crystal so Tea fun. Room upstairs at oh, Wanamaker. Oh, Crystal Tea's nice, yeah. yeah. So oh, no, no, I like no. that place. Wait, but what gets... It's even better. Not only did they invite us to the wedding, but they're... Uh, you went on the honeymoon with them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they, were, they went to a nice place on the honeymoon. No, their <laughs> engagement photographs, they took extra pictures to entice us to go to their wedding. It was like they, they, they took, not those kind of pictures, no. but they, they took, they took, they took photographs in the hopes that we would go to and their And they wedding. didn't think we'd show up and it was a Friday night and it was pouring rain. I mean, it was raining as hard as you'll Which ever see Which is good luck, rain. right? What was the day? What was the date of that? October 2nd. October 2nd. And it was, I remember it was, it was, it was coming down sideways in sheets. And we had to park and then go around through the hotel and walk into the Wanamaker's building. So it was, it was a nasty night, but it was a great wedding. A yeah. great, great wedding. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. And they're still married. Yeah. How many years later? 
three months. Three months yeah, later. Years. It just seems like uh, three years. Really? <laughs> you just got married this October. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You were saying four years. No. Well, he thought. He, he thought. Yeah. He, he was making oh, a joke. No, no. Yeah, I was going to say like yeah. shreds up. Let's get back to the business. Four years. Four months. Whatever. Have you ever been the best man in a wedding, Tony? Yes. Okay. And so, have you ever made any? Did you have only to, once my best friend, and then he was the best friend in my wedding. What, did you have to travel a long distance to be the best man? No. Uh-huh. All right, I've been the best man in some weddings. I was the best man in, in Kurt Menefee's wedding. Kurt anchors the pregame Fox, show yeah. on Fox, right? So his first wedding, his first marriage, was in uh, New Zealand, Auckland, oh, nice. New Zealand. Right so we had to fly to New Zealand. So you were the be- you had to fly to New Zealand to be I the fly best New Zealand. man. So that's not I, bad. Well, no, it's I mean, it's interesting because his wedding. Um, I flew on January 6th. My birthday is on January 7th. But you land, you take off on January 6th, but because you skip a day traveling, you ended, I landed on January 8th. So I never had a birthday that night. <laughs> <laughs> it just disappeared. It, it was just disappeared. Yeah, it was a bad January 7th didn't happen that year. Yeah. So in right. other words, you didn't age a year. No, right. so I figured if I could do that every other year, yeah. I could lose a year Zealand. and go backwards. <laughs> go to New Zealand right before the 7th. But I made a bet with Kurt. I said, look, Kurt, I'd be happy to be your best man. But here's the deal. If your marriage doesn't last three years, I get all the drinks for free the rest of my life. Well, it didn't last for three years. So <laughs> I'm drinking three years. Yeah. Were you the best man in his other wedding? No, they gave that to Jay Glazer. Because uh, I, I, uh, I remember. Glazer. I remember Jay got... Uh, that, uh, Is he getting free drinks now? Years ago. Jay Glazer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. no, oh, no, okay. he, I think Kurt's, uh, Kurt's going to make this one. Right. He's going to make it? Yeah, three? he's going to make it. All right. All right, so who's it going to be? All right, let's get back to the game now. You're, you're avoiding <laughs> the... Okay. Well, we know one is already dead, so yeah. I'm killing him. All right. Guns to your head. Who are you going to marry? This is an easy one. No, but this is on public record here. This is easy, though. Okay, I'll, I'll take Roseanne. You got to marry Roseanne. She still has money. She, yeah. she gave Tom Arnold money to go away. Yeah. <laughs> that and like about uh, many, many cases of Red Bull. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then Michelle Dogger, you're not going to sleep while you would, but she's. You know, ah, you really put a bag to? over her head. <laughs> and here's my question. If well, you apparently slept she's with her, an expert. So. If you slept with her, would you know that you slept with her? That's, I don't know. <laughs> with 18 kids and counting, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. As soon as you're done, she to... goes, I'm pregnant. How do you know? I got 19 <laughs> damn kids. I think I know her. It's like a little organ in a big church, Tony. I don't know uh, if anybody's going to hear it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Right, That's a religious portion of the, uh, the show. I think this is the easiest FMK ever. I'd marry Florida Evans because I wouldn't have to hear from her. She's dead. Okay. So I'd be number one. And then... Uh, and maybe she has an estate. Exactly. That's yeah. right. That's right. This one's easy. You, that, marry, you marry Roseanne. I can't marry Roseanne. And then you sleep with Michelle and you kill a woman who's already dead because it won't be a crime. Right. So I hate you get away with it. Right. Yeah, I guess I'd be on the same lines as Baldy. Hi, Baldy. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. If you had to make this, a choice, what would you do? <laughs> do you usually get better tennis? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. I mean, so no, Joe, we have a phone line. He makes them tougher on purpose, though. That's that's no, a good thing. Yeah, but about I mean, job. I want it tough where it's really tough decisions. Right. He's with like, one but, hotter but, than the but, other. But like, I don't want to have this big leap of faith. You want three hot like, girls? I want something that I could actually. Listen, I don't make up the rules here. People call in, Tony, Joe calls in. I know, I know the rules of the game. I've been playing the game my whole life. I'm just better candidates. <laughs> We've come a long way from Ginger and Mary. Uh, well, I have anyway. to say that last, last uh, week, Tony had the easiest out of all of them because all of them what were, were great looking. Um, well, I don't even do remember, remember anymore. Oh, Renee no, so Zellweger, it was Kathy Meg Ryan, Griffin, Kathy Griffin, or Meg and, Ryan. Yeah, three facelifts. And Renee, and but no, and but they all, had all a lot looked really good now, because Meg Ryan went through that horrible, horrible plastic surgery phase. You know, but then she, she had, had more plastic lips. surgery to make herself look normal again. And um, Tony just decided, you know, I can't make decisions yet. I have to f them. I all. I have to sleep and, with all of them before I, you know, to, to do it right. right. But give me like you that. You just can't give say me that, I'm gonna marry that well, woman without sleeping. You're a humanitarian. Or I'm gonna kill that woman without killing her. Right. Yeah. Without no, but sleeping. Tony, with but her. if you if you had that first. woman in the Wolf of Wall Street with Leo oh. DiCaprio, what, what what's her name? What was it? Yeah, Margot Robbie. If you had Margot Robbie, would you have to spend a lot of time getting to know her? No, I don't need a lot, but I still have to have some time. I can't make some some stupid quick decision based on a physical appearance. Hey, I'm a Republican. Than that. <laughs> you can't like just What's throw out that. Like, hey, I'm a Republican. You want to go to bed with me? You can't say that. It's my go-to one. <laughs> you ever seen an elephant? <laughs> hey, I got a little time to uh and no time to uh around. Now I got a question. Now you know we have our game and we play win your money. Win your money. Now did everybody get take part this week? Did everybody now Natalie? You know Natalie, right, Baldy? Natalie Agnew. I don't know Natalie. Yes, you do. You know Natalie. Do I? For my Natalie, team. you don't know uh, no. Baldy. No, I've never met Natalie. 
Now he's been a WIP forever. She's okay. uh, yeah. forever, ever. Yeah. Now, did everybody um, everybody put my... So you know Last how we do minute, this, Baldy? You know how they do 50-50s at... And then we don't do 50-50. So everybody gets to put money in the box, okay. right? Okay. And then, the, and then we spin no, a wheel. What's in okay. the box? What's in the box is a lot of money. Before tonight, it was 126 bucks. Okay. Cash money. Almost like the Powerball. Almost like yep. the Powerball. About Very the high roll. Take off about. But money. we don't tax yeah. it. We do not tax that money. No, we don't take a dime. We don't touch the money. There's no 50-50 split. Yep. We will I see the lock on there, Tony. This lock. Yeah, it's very I high security. Box, you know, Bonnie. I, yeah. I, it's not a surprise. I, I built security. that box. Actually, it's, an, it's an old fish tank. There's still people coming up that are, mm -hmm. want to purchase tickets. So do we want to do an update really quick? Yeah, let's do an update. Again, yeah. The top story tonight, as we are breaking news on the podcast, Ben McAdoo, whose name was surfacing as a, the hot uh, guy the Eagles were chasing, the New York football giants jumped in and made sure that he was not going anywhere else. I think that's what happened, Tony. No doubt like about it. Once the Eagles yep. showed interest, and yep. Adam Schefter reported that this morning. Correct. And uh, that the Eagles are showing real big interest. Like He was the leader in the clubhouse. I think once that happened, I think the Giants said, we can't wait any longer. And before, as we were discussing it here earlier on the show, that's, that whole tra thing transpired, not in a matter of minutes, but the fact that the Eagles showed interest. And we were talking about, can you allow Ben McAdoo to get away if you're yeah. the Giants when you get rid of Tom Coughlin? And now you're breaking up all the offensive uh, continuity, especially with, you know, with, with Lionel Manning there getting older. And then Ben, ben McAdoo gets hired, so the Eagles coach still continues, the search continues. But one thing we do on the show, though, Baldy, is called, you know, what's the craziest state in America where something every week goes wrong and we always talk about it? Of all the states, and you've been to all of them, which state seems to have the most amount of crazy stuff going on every week? New Jersey? Delaware? No, no, no. Come That's on, Ball. This is an easy one. Right? You, you don't even have a place the down there. Oh, down in Florida? Down in Florida. He knows. i got to play the theme song here. Hang on a second. got to find the theme song. Darn it, Robin. <laughs> See, I don't have my You're own machine You're talking about like anymore. the Bernie Madoffs of the world down there? And exactly. All those kind of Let's go to Florida for a second. Let's go to Florida. <laughs> I have the old billfold. I have a hundred on the top and a bunch uh, of money. Yeah. You've got the yeah. Donnie Brasco uh, money roll. Donnie yeah, Brasco. Beaner on the yeah, outside. On the top. Yeah, right. on the top. <laughs> My money clip is nothing but ones. Because yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like to make it rain. <laughs> even in the wintertime. I have a change I, counter. I attach <laughs> my belt. To make it drizzle. My money clip is once. As in there, once used to be money in there. to put money in there. I just feel like, you know, we can... No, give him a ticket. Give Baldy a ticket. Because he can win some fabulous, fabulous prizes, man. Well, he doesn't want tickets. He just wants to donate. Well, he's Well, then, you know what happens. Somebody's going to name oh, tickets. Donating? Be oh, all right. And then we're going to spin the wheel. And if you land on jackpot, and by the way, the jackpot's been hit three times in like five weeks. Yes. So you spin the wheel, so there's like one in 24 chance. This is probably the highest it's been. So there's one jackpot, there's 23 other. Yes, exactly. Well, there's another you. one that's called Fistful of Dollars, which is at the bottom of the jack. So if you land on <laughs> Fistful of Dollars, we open the box, and then you reach in and grab, grab with one hand like a claw. As much as you can, and you keep all of this that. Stuff is you, you do realize we do here. You do realize we're in the middle of the Florida update right now. I, know. I just want to explain <laughs> the rules. And now let's go to your Florida desk and the update of the week with Miss Robin. <laughs> well, you know, not only is Florida known as the crazy state, but there has to be crazy lawsuits in Florida as well. And in this particular case, it is with Rhonda. Rousey. Rousey. Yeah. Rousey. 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 God, I get it wrong. She always gets it wrong. I, I, I want to see Rousey, Rousseau, whatever. So G.B. White has filed a truly bizarre lawsuit against UFC Ronda Rousey. In the Rousey. 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 Right at R-O-U-S-E-Y. Like Rouse. Rouse. Like Rouse. Rouse. In the state of Florida, he claims that she... Is um, whoops, I, it's so small. Um, she he GB claims. Could you have made that a smaller copy, Robin? Look, I want to show people the look. Look, look at this. Oh my that god! Print. 
It's, it's an like eye a, chart. It's like a fine print on a contract that nobody reads. Now you made me lose my place. I'm not going to be able Wait, to find Ronda it. Ronda Rousey is... Go ahead. Right. And and um, he claims that he's he's filed a temporary restraining order against Rousey because he planned to expose various secrets about the UFC star. He claims that she used to be a man named Ron Rousey and if that's not that she is the son of famous pornographic star Ron Jeremy and not only I mean it doesn't end there and that she did or he did steroids with Barry Bonds now if that's not enough he also claims that Rousey had a sex tape with John Jones so he's suing and a judge is actually going to somebody's going to actually Take this suit and actually look at it as a serious lo- so litigation. So she's a transgender. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then so that, that, that's why she shouldn't be fighting because she's actually a man. And, and that there's a restraining order. So the whole lawsuit maybe is a restraining can, Maybe she order. can go after Caitlyn. And they can have another match. There you go. Yeah, that would Why be is this guy suing? Yeah. Be he's suing because she's not eligible, because she's not really a Correct. woman? Correct. Well, he okay. wants a restraining order against her so that he can expose all of these things, and he doesn't want her anywhere near him because she might, you know, do something to him. I, don't, I still don't get the story. Well, well that's why it's a very bizarre, yeah, bizarre smart. case. Yeah. It hasn't been thrown out yet? Well, no. It'll probably go up to the Supreme Court. No, it has not been thrown out <laughs> yet. Country. But I, I yeah. love it. She, he, he articulates in a letter to the judge that she will judo kick his head into submissi- submission oh. in an Much effort... Much like hers was in the last yeah. five years. <laughs> yeah. In an Basically. effort to prevent his whistleblowing regarding her secretive past. Oh, man. Yeah, really. That should be on so, Making of a Murderer Part 2. You should. Really? Yeah. Let's make a documentary out of that. And there you have it, your weekly I Can't Believe That Happened in Florida update. It's like Tony, Caribbean have you been following Making of a Murderer? No, I actually haven't watched it yet. There's a lot of people like that. I like, know, it's like super hot. I don't yeah. have time for that stuff. I, 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 I got the Nobody cliff got time notes for from my son. <laughs> you what? I have the cliff notes from my son. It's pretty interesting. You watching okay. that stuff? No, I'm not, Tony. I mean, you're doing podcasts, and I'm mm. doing NFL stuff. Yeah, I mean, you were. You're busy guys. Now you busy have guys. 100 jobs, Ball. You don't That's stop, right. man. No. That's why you can do handstands. That's right. I can't even stand up, and you're doing <laughs> handstands. All right, I was ready to put all up. We have a Starbucks bag today. We it's really time got to up. play. That's how many people Win we got. Your money. All right, we're time to play the game. One lucky person could cop all the cash in the box. You put the money in the box. Yeah. Think of it as a 50-50, except... You can keep it all. Just whoever. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. And now the lovely Natalie Eganoff will uh, pull a lucky number out. <laughs> you see how we do? We save paper. This is what we do. Instead of having the double tickets, yeah. we want it's you, you rip the ticket in You've half. You've gone green. Yeah, but it's a real big pain. The in numbers the butt. are on the it same side. So yeah, it does. <laughs> it's awful. What's I would that? Rather, horrible. I would rather kill the trees. Yes. <laughs> Joe's going to hook us up with the. Uh, it's a horrible the good ticket. Natalie, can you read the numbers there, or are they too small? I can read them. Yeah. All right, Natalie. What are the? Uh, hey. Who was the lucky contestant? Had the question, I left them in here. All right. Okay. Four five nine one seven two. Four five nine one seven two. Who is it? Who, Who has it? a number? Come on down. Come on down. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's the non-Italian chick. Yeah, <laughs> Medigan. Big night for Medigans tonight. It's Tony. a big Get night out. for Medigans. So our buddy Joe Corrado here. His sister's here. <laughs> yes. His sister's on the end. And this okay. part of her entourage. And she's one. She's part of the entourage. She's the yes. only non-Italian woman in the group before yeah, there, both. Exactly. Okay. Medigan, Colleen. <laughs> now, now, what is your name, love, young lady? Colleen. 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 Are you a real redhead? <laughs> no, okay, I'm just checking. You don't ask somebody. <laughs> that. I love redheads. I used to ask Robin when she was in California, she had a red, red hair, and I'd say, Robin, are you a natural redhead? Yeah. She said, Yeah, you dyed my hair for me. So I forgot you were a blonde. Yesterday. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. Thank you, Robin. That's, that's what Robin was doing. Oh, wow, that is old. All right, now, Colleen, you know how to play this game? Have you ever spun a wheel before? I've spun wheels. You really? I don't mean like in traffic when it's snow and there's slush. <laughs> Have you played a slot machine before? <laughs> Once or twice. All right. Now, how much did you actually put in the box? I know I shouldn't ask that because it's not. It doesn't matter. I have no idea. They put they, in twenty dollars. Oh, okay. So twenty dollars. So that's got to be well over two hundred now, boss. That should be in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good I can't call. See, like, no, I know I there was the hundred twenty-six in there. Okay. I know there's got to be at least seventy-five I bucks in there. Five. Yeah. No, there's a lot of tens and fives. I counted them myself. Okay. And just remember, Robin and I will be rooting against you because we want to see the pop built. 
We want to see that poppy <laughs> like so the Tara Ball. I All right, come on. That's not fan-friendly. Yeah, I apologize ahead of time that both Luigi and I, if you do not hit the jackpot, we will be... Ro- we but will there's be- other prizes, so it's the yeah. other great prizes. On. I do. Hey, Colleen, when was the last time you won something? Like, you know, one of these kind of... I won a freckle contest in 1983. Oh, oh nice. all right. And she is a redhead. There you go. All right. She's yeah. a real redhead. Yeah. How many non-redheads are freckles? Oh, good. For you, <laughs> right? I mean, if you win a freckle contest, you've got to be a redhead. Oh, you're a ginger all the way, they man. They had freckle contests. Or freckle contests? They did in the '80s, because before SPF was important. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, before I could have entered. A no, but like when you had freckles sure. and you'd be in the sun, those freckles would just they would oh, just sprout. Girls, mm-hmm. like I'm under the umbrella. Yeah. No, wait really? a minute. Oh, I don't. What do you get I for winning get a freckle contest? What's the a prize? Blue ribbon. That's it? And skin cancer, I believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a consolation prize. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. All right. Let's spin the damn wheel, Collie, because I know you're going to get more than a ribbon on, here. Collie. You may win the cash. You can win fabulous prizes on there. Come on, coffee mug. <laughs> no, no, no coffee mug. Well, what is it? I can't see the wheel. No, no. It is blue. What is it? World Radio. It's a, it's a World oh, Radio. Oh, that is that's so cool. That what is a, a World Radio? What is that? I'll show you what it is. It's a great radio where you can listen to radio stations all over the world. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's pretty it's awesome. Great radio. All this, yeah. Robin will have the prize, and she will give it to you right now. Well, congratulations, Colleen. Colleen, fantastic. Thank that's you great. So that's better than the freckle contest. Yeah, it is. Moving up. Amen. Yes. Exactly. So now, no winner, uh-huh. and next week... We'll come back. We'll put more money in the box. It'll be really big next week. It's going to be big. Yeah. It'll be bigger than the Powerball if somebody gets it, because that'll be down to nine. That's at least, what, 15 million when they start over with that thing? That's right. Here it is. It's called a Sea Crane Skywave World Radio. It's long range. It's got earbuds, carrying case. Great to travel. And I believe the retail value is right around $200. Yeah, this is a quality item. Yeah, nice. It's It's a quality item. Yeah. So congratulations. Fantastic. We've got great prizes. Oh, 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 we had great prizes. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Natalie, give her, explain the warranty, please. Spin the wheel for a warranty. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, exactly. I put Tony. it straight up. It fell off. You don't like the Metagons. That's what it's you all about. You suck. Yeah, jackass. <laughs> Here's your prize. <laughs> no, nah, it'll, it'll still work. It's a quality item. Yeah. I think it's made in Germany. You know, No, it's sealed right. It's a, it's a good seal on it. <laughs> Can you believe it's been, it's been two hours already, Tony? No. Is that, this Unbelievable. Is yeah. So, Baldy, this is time the first flies. time. Now, you've been on the podcast on the phone, but yes. not since we've been in the studio. I didn't know this is where you broadcast. What do you think? Though? What do you think? Well, I love the, lo- the live audience. It's awesome. This is great. But, like, this is a cool theater, man. Comedy sports every Saturday so, night. They do improv in here. Yeah, so do you do it how, how many? Every, every Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Right here live, free to come in, BYOB. Sometimes we get food dropped mm-hmm. off. But the yeah. great, I want to thank all the people who came out here tonight. Great, great crowd. I want to thank Todd Glass, who was with us earlier. You can go see him at Helium Comedy Club across the street here on Sansom Street in Center City, Philadelphia. Brian Baldy, you can follow him at Baldy NFL on Twitter. Yeah, why not, man? Baldy. Every once in a while, I tweet. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're also, semi-active. You're still active on Periscope, too, right? I Periscope, yeah. yeah. Periscope, Periscope. Uh, all season long on Thursday nights. I love the fact that you drink while you're Periscoping. Yeah, the Coors oh, Light surprised. Periscope. It's I like that. It's, it's, I, I watch the Coors Light Periscope. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it, it, it should be like, we should just be yeah. ourselves. You yourself. Exactly. You hear all the bottles here? You hear all the people? Yeah. yeah. It's good there stuff, you go. Right, that's right. 40 ounce the old 40 ounce man. With that, Brian Ball, our buddy Joe Corrado and Jay Corrado, 19, follow him on Twitter. The great Luigi Curto up there. Luigi. On the ones Luigi. You follow him at Luigi Curto 22. The great Natalie Eganoff up there. Our mom's here tonight, too. Our mom, uh, our mom uh, what was her name again? A nice Italian name. What was it? Gabrielle. Gabrielle. There you go. Gabrielle. Exactly. Joe Corrado's family and all the Metagons are here tonight. <laughs> That's right. Uh, of, course, of course, our great buddy Nathaniel. Dotson, who puts the show on YouTube at Tutvid. Follow him. Does great work. Does everything. The kid does everything, man. He's an amazing. He's a genius. I don't know why he's hanging out with us. <laughs> and of course, that Miss Robin Austin. Don't forget to come out and check out Comedy Sports here on Saturday nights. Two shows. Great improv. It's a lot of fun. 
and me. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Bruno Show. We'll be at the Super Bowl, Bali. Oh, we got a Super Bowl party coming up on Super Listen. Bowl Sunday in San Jose. Are you, Tony that? is hosting. They, they get my the, first ever yeah. party at the Glass House in San Jose. All right, that's not far from the stadium. You got to come You're down, close. Bali. Well, I'll be out there. I'm doing a show on a boat out there in the harbor. Oh, beautiful, man. Handstands and everything. The whole Handstands, the yeah, but like, we'll, you'll be on Radio Row. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see you every day out there. We'll be we'll out in San Francisco. We're actually doing a podcast on the Monday night of media night at Comedy Sports San the Jose. Absolute, the, the very best host at a live event. There's nobody in the whole country better than Tony Bruno. Hey, anybody could walk up. He's like, you have party. And Tony will sit down and he'll make him laugh. The you have nerve radio. That's Thank you. Except I'm not selling my house for $20 million. <laughs> in the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's a beautiful country. We'll see you next week here on the podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, the moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.